Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is July 18th, and our reading comes from Romans chapter 5, beginning in verse 1. This is one of my favorite passages It says, therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God. So some translation says, therefore, since we've been justified, which means to be made right. It means to be declared innocent. When you trust in Jesus, despite our past and our current imperfection, our sinfulness, God declares us righteous. Why? Because of our faith in God. He also says, and therefore we have peace with God. In other words, there's no hostility between us and God. God's not angry with us. God's not about to attack us, to judge us, to punish us. We have peace with God because of our faith in Christ. We've been declared righteous. Then he goes on to say, that's because of what Christ did for us. In other words, instead of God pouring out his righteousness, his justice, his punishment on us, he poured it out on Jesus on the cross. Then he says, verse 2, because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege. Or your translation may say, into grace where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing in God's glory. So you and I, we live, we stand, we rest in God's grace, in God's undeserved favor. This is so important. Grace is not just for our salvation. Grace is also an ongoing experience because the truth is, I'm still imperfect, but it's God's grace that allows me to stand in his presence, that allows me to continue drawing near, moving close to him, not because I'm worthy, not because I deserve it, not because I've earned it, but because I'm covered in the grace of God. My relationship with God is a grace relationship which allows me to draw near to God. Now, the reason that's so important is because the only way I change is to draw near to God because it's in his presence that he begins satisfying the deepest longings of my heart and leads me into freedom and abundant life, a life characterized by love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, right? The fruit of the spirit. So that only happens as I learn to come into God's presence and stay there. And in God's presence, he satisfies the longings of my heart, which leads me into a kingdom life. Well, without grace, instead of coming into God's presence and allowing him to minister to my heart, I would be out trying to earn and work and deserve the right to approach God. The problem is we know in our hearts we're never good enough. We can never do enough. And so we're always out there striving apart from God, believing that 
He wouldn't accept us trying to, to do more to earn our way in. It's just like the older brother in Luke chapter 3 in the prodigal son story. He's out in the field, and the father is saying, come on into the party. Come enjoy my presence. All that I have is yours. You, I'm offering you a relationship of grace. But the son just can't get his mind and heart around grace, and, and he refuses to come in, refuses to enjoy his father, refuses to, to enter into the party, refuses to celebrate the return of his brother, right? He's out there in the field slaving away, but his slaving away, his work is actually keeping him from the blessing. And sometimes that's true for us. This is why grace is so important, not just for our salvation, but also our sanctification. It's his grace that lets me stay in his presence, which transforms my life. Remember, all of our bad behavior, so the things in your life that you say, well, gosh, I've just never been able to come overcome this thing. Well, all of our bad behavior is driven by our legitimate desire that was put there by God and often by our pain. So it's our desire to be loved. It's our desire to be accepted. It's our desire to be intimately connected with God. It's those legitimate desires when unmet that cause us to look to other things, destructive things, sinful things. But it's God's grace that allows us to draw near to God, to live in his presence so that he can actually satisfy our deepest needs for love, for community, for acceptance, for truth, for direction, for security, for identity, all of these deep longings. As we draw near to God, because of grace, he satisfies the longings of our heart, which sets us free, which gives us the power to make wise decisions in every other area of our life. This is why grace is so important. The grace that saves us also transforms us. And so Paul says, we are standing in that grace. So, so important. And that we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. In other words, when we stand in God's grace and he begins satisfying those deepest longings and desires in our heart. And we begin to live in freedom. Our life is changing. He's producing the fruit of the Spirit in us. Then that begins to give us a confident hope, a confident expectation that one day we will be with the Lord, that we will be rewarded, that we will share in His glory. We talked about this a couple of days ago, but often people ask me, how do I find assurance that I have a relationship with God, that I am forgiven, and I'm going to heaven? There's only one way. It's to draw near to God. Let Him satisfy your deepest longings and desire. Let Him lead you into freedom and allow Him to produce His life in you. What all of that does, what that journey does is it creates a confident hope and expectation that you will be with him forever, that you will be rewarded, that we will share in his glory. And let me just say, 
That doesn't happen overnight. So if you're new to all of this, it's an ongoing relationship and journey of learning to draw near to Him and allowing the Spirit of God to work in our hearts. And we just have to stay with it. And again, our part of the equation is simply making space for this relationship. We live in a world today where we are so bombarded. Our schedules are so full. We're so distracted. We, we've got cell phones that sometimes I think are going to be the death of me. And it's hard to make space in our life, in our heart, for God to really work on those deep desires. It's so easy in American culture to look to other things. So our part of this equation is we've got to make space standing in God's grace, and He's going to produce this change in our heart, which gives us confidence before God. Verse 3, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, endurance develops strength of character, character increases or strengthens our confident hope of salvation. So once again, even our suffering, God works in our suffering to transform our character and to give us this great hope about our future. So once again, Paul's saying, when God is working and transforming you from the inside out, that's what gives you hope and confidence about the future. Verse 5, and this hope will not disappoint. For we know how dearly God loves us because he's given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. So the Holy Spirit is present to fill our hearts. I love the translation that says God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. One of the things I do pretty much every day is I open Spotify and I turn on worship and I'm just quiet before the Lord, and I listen to those worship songs, and most of them talk about God's love for me. And like you, my deepest longing is to be loved by God, and I allow those songs to penetrate my soul and for the Spirit of God to flood my heart and mind my soul with His love. Listen, if we get convinced of God's love for us. It changes everything. God loves you. He knows everything about you, and He loves you desperately, sacrificially. Open your heart to God's love. Man, I hope you can learn to do that every single day. Well, let me pray for you. Father, we're so grateful again for the gospel. So glad that we are justified, not by our works, but by our faith. So grateful that we have peace with you, that there's nothing between us, that you're not angry with us, that you're not looking to punish us. God, we're so grateful for your grace that we get to stand in and live in every day that allows us to draw near to you. We're so grateful that you care about the longings and the desires of our hearts. You put them there and you want to satisfy those desires, which sets us free. God, I'm so grateful that you are pouring out your love into our hearts. I pray for every person. God, fill us with your spirit. Fill us with your love. God, transform us from the inside out. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Well, thanks again for being with me. Remember, 
before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.